Alumni Podcast with Tech and Prem. Fed Alumni Podcast. Music producers talking Philly sports. I'm Tech. He's Prem. We're back. We're back, man. That was a little bit of a hiatus, I think. Collectively, the entire region went on a little bit of a, a psychotic break after that weird Super Bowl. Uh, but we're back, and we're excited to be back. Yeah, I mean, look. We're not even going to talk about the, the the Super Bowl game. Yeah, itself. we. I think we've all talked about it enough. We know what happened. Yeah. We know um, what happened. While everyone in the in, in the city was talking about it, uh, we didn't have the stomach for it. Quite frankly. Yeah, you know, Sent it was, into a it was very <laughs> odd. Very odd. Just because of the way it played out, and then with the news stories that have been coming out validating our concerns about the field conditions and how that nullified the Eagles. Really, only advantage was. The fact that our defensive line is elite, that was our only real advantage. We know that that was nullified, and now it's confirmed even further regarding the field. So, you know, that's uh, unfortunate tech, but hey, Jalen's a winner. They're going to really come back strong, and I think depending on what how he does with the defense, like we know, will determine if they repeat as NFC champions. Hey, that's crazy to say, Tech. I know. NFC champions. Well, look. They got to get past that hump in the in the division. They got to get over that hump because there isn't a team since like the Andy Reid Donovan years that has won this division in back to back years. I know, and it's funny the parallels when you look at uh, Donovan, his first NFC Championship game, and his what in his second year starting. Yeah, Jalen first NFC Championship game in his second year starting. Difference being. Donovan lost that championship game, and Jalen actually got over the hump. He it did. Took, we know it took Donovan four tries to even get to a Super Bowl. So the fact that Jalen is a step ahead of where that era was, and Sirianni as well, makes me feel a lot of positivity uh, for our outlook here. And look, uh, Jalen Hurts might have fumbled in the big game on the biggest stage of his he did. life. He did. And given the defense six right there, uh, which ultimately he kind of gives away the game, but he was phenomenal in the game. And uh, he didn't throw up in the huddle. No, and he didn't. And he was robbed of the chance to go for 400 total yards and five total touches, man. Because that's what would have probably transpired. Maybe they just tie it. But we know with as quick as they just put up seven on the bomb prior, good chance they go right down that field. Yeah. All right. On to the next Eagles topic. Real quick, real quick. We're not going to talk about the game itself, right? But at the end of the game there, the Chiefs not giving the Eagles that last possession. Um, that means there's an ultimate respect there for Jalen Hurts, by the way. You're right. They don't want to give him the ball back. You're right. It isn't a, hey, we're going to let our defense close the door situation right. because they knew, <laughs> they knew that defense was not closing any doors. Exactly. All right, so we're here now. Let's talk about next year. Uh, Gannon and Steichen, who coached in the in the Super Bowl like they had a foot out the door, are both gone. Uh, I resent Gannon, Prem. I, res- I, I do, too. The I, way he left was very uh, childish. I resent him because he cost us a championship ultimately. Even CJGJ agreed before he uh, deleted the tweet. He did. Um, but he didn't have to come back here and face the fans. He didn't have to deal with the aftermath and the misery that this city was put through. He didn't have to. He basically, uh, you know, t- took a job in the city that he lost the big game in uh, the next day or he a couple days out, later. Slipped out the back door. He didn't even have to come back here. He could have his wife pack his bags for him and meet him in Arizona. He didn't even have to face us. I and, know. and that 
is is the biggest crime of it all from Jonathan Gannon. And and, I totally agree with you, Tech. He I mean, went out the back door, and you know, honestly, this team is probably better off defensively now with our new hire that I know you're going to get to in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but before I do, just want to say good riddance to both of these guys. Um, Shane Steichen gone. By the way. Let's see how good Steichen looks without a quarterback. Uh, uh, without a quarterback, notably, who calls all the plays and makes all the decisions. Well, you know, Indianapolis, you got arguably the best running back on the planet. Okay? So right. He's okay. going into a situation where he's got Miles Sanders on steroids, uh, objectively speaking. Okay, but he doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, but he doesn't have a quarterback. The, the right, guy right. I, I think he'll add a quarterback. Who, 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 because Jalen Hurts is the mastermind of this offense. It's not Sirianni. It's not Steichen. It's it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the decision maker. A lot of times we're watching the play play clock dwindle down to one before the ball snaps, and it's like maddening. Very much but, like Peyton Manning. But, back yeah, in but the I day. believe right. I believe that's a Hurts thing and not a Sirianni or Steichen thing. I believe Hurts is is seeing what he's say, seeing and he's and he's switching up plays and he's communicating with Kelsey and Kelsey's communicating with the rest of the line and and Hurts is t- talking to his receivers with his hands and he's doing all kinds of yeah. stuff and the clock is dwindling. This is J- Jalen Hurts is the guy. He is the guy. He's proved it, and we said he would prove it when he was yes. drafted. We both thought that he had the tools and the intangible makeup to survive as yes. a quarterback in a big market city, and he has shown at every turn, at every uh, crucial point in his development, that he can not only meet what's required of him, yeah. but excel at what's required of him and what's expected of him. Absolutely. We went in saying, "Listen, just win us a playoff game this year." And he took us all the way to the Super took Bowl. Took us all the way to the Super Bowl, man. Put a banner up at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna put two banners up on opening night. <laughs> wow. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. The division because champs and NFC and champs. And NFC champs. And you know what? When you're this young and you're adding banners already. Yes. It's the writings on the, the wall. The journey of the literally. season lasted longer than what a week with a parade would have anyway. I mean, look, they they went all the way, and 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 look, it's tough in the NFL to go back, but they should be able to. Uh, they, listen, he got his guy. NFC is weak. NFC is very weak. There's no elite quarterbacks anymore. Rodgers and, and, and Wilson are past their prime. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hurts. There's and no Dak. elite quarterback. It's hurts like and Dak. That's right. It. There's there's two elite quarterbacks, maybe three in, uh, in Co- the Cousins NFC. Cousins possibly is up there because of Jefferson. Okay, but in the playoffs, eh. I'm fine with my defense against Cousins. Fine, let's go. Oh yeah, so. Jalen Hurts got his guy, the new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, elevated from quarterback coach. That's his guy. His his dad coached him. Yeah, he's I love no, it. He's I known love him it. like his whole life. They're, they're family. Yeah. I mean, they're they're objectively family. It's it's uh, it's a unique hire, to say the least. It's it's the guy that you would want Hurts to have, you know, call and plays with him. I like it, because he knows the nuances of Hurts' ability. Absolutely. Better at, than at every step of his development, he's known yes. what Jalen is capable of doing. And you can say he's a, a big big person responsible for, for how fast Hurts has developed. Hurts took a, a, a Lamar Jackson-type leap. He went from, you know, somebody that everybody was doubting to right. a guy who, who was a, a, an MVP conversations and took his team to the Super Bowl. Isn't it fitting that the first start of the Jalen Hurts era, like his first start that game in Atlanta was a 32-6 to win? Yeah. Can we think about that? Remember yeah. how excited we were at, Definitely. At, at Villa Capri with the Bell and the Bird guys? Yes. And we were watching that game and we said to each other, I remember I said to you at one point, hey man, this kid's for real. We were right. He, yes. He and is, that was, that was for real. basically two seasons ago at this It point. was. Yes. 
Um, and as you hinted to, the new defensive coordinator, Sean Desai. Is that is that it, Sean I believe Desai, Desai yeah, the first Indian-American coordinator in the NFL. This guy is awesome. Shout to all my Indian homies, yes. PG. Uh, he, he's got the attitude you want your, your DC to have. Um, he's the kind of guy that, I'm not going to say he's like Seth Joyner, but he brings that kind of presence to the microphone when he's talking about defense and he's yes. talking about football. Yes. And Gannon's like this little twerpy guy, comes with these nonsensical comments that get ridiculed on radio all week after he says them. <laughs> Desai's not going to be that kind of guy at all. No, he, Desai he, is going to put these guys in the position to wreak havoc. Yeah, he's got a great They're, they're going to wreak havoc. I mean, in Seattle, they're, they're known over the years to play defense. And they had... T- terrible personnel, and he, he, and they, he were like, still, they were like they were like Chicago, fifth, right? Yeah, yeah. Chicago and Seattle. I mean, That's they right. didn't. Neither one of these teams were bolstered with all these huge defensive names. They didn't have great personnel, and yet they were right there. Yeah, I think this is going to be very, very dynamic on both sides of the ball. I think it has the potential to be. And the real X factors on defense tech are going to be what type of year two leaps. Are Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean capable of making? I'm not going to say... capable of making. It's unfair for me or anyone to label Jordan Davis a bust. Well, no, no, you can't do that. He's got bust potential. No, he doesn't. You don't think so? No. guy like this is only going to get better. He was... He was was given opportunities, and he just was never able to maximize... His potential this year. You, you know why I think he's going to be fine? Maturity, man. The, the guy is going to get well, mature. somebody said... He's going to get older was, that, he, that he's got maturity issues. So well, that's, that's a different story then. I mean, if that that's credible, if that's something, then that's a different story. But when you got Jalen Hurts leading the way and, and he's the opposite of immature, and he's yeah. the antithesis of slacker, that you, know, you would think that that is going to emanate and be contagious to the young guys around him because Jordan Davis realistically is only two years younger, three years younger max age-wise, what, 25 to 22, 24 to 23, whatever it is. Yeah. These guys are all young dudes. And when you have a guy like Jalen who carries himself like like a 40-year-old man, really, in terms of his wiseness and his ability to see the lesson in everything and see his own faults and, and take the criticism and then oh say, okay, let me fix this and actually do it. Yeah. That's so rare for anybody like under 30 years old in no, general true. in life. Because you're young, like you're learning. You're, you learn the hard way when you're that young. So if Jalen can can uh, impart some of that on Jordan Davis, if he does struggle with it, I'd like to lean towards he could than that he couldn't. And, and you know, Kobe Dean is going to be thrusted into a starting position next year. I'm excited for him. Because they're going to lose TJ or Kazir. I think One of them are going to be gone. Well, I think you got, you got to keep TJ. Kazir is, is um, even though he's a really good linebacker, he's a high... He's a quality linebacker. You can replace a Kaiser White. Uh, I, I listen. TJ got abused uh, in the Super Bowl, so I, he had a tough game. But you know what, though, the body of work as a whole, I feel like TJ is more integral than than Kaiser. I think you go with who's cheaper in this pretty in this scenario. And it's probably pretty is, much. It probably is Kaiser because TJ just made his first Pro Bowl, I believe. Probably. It, it, listen, the Eagles, and I hate to say this because I don't think fans are ready for this. I don't think. People think Howie is going to allow it to happen, but I hate to say it. They could be back into that situation where they're a cornerback short next year. Because from what 
I'm sort of hearing the way things are, are going, it looks like they could actually trade Slay for picks. I've heard a murmur, but I think that that's more... They could do it. More they, chatter. They, they could, because now would be the time he was... His second half of the season, he graded very low. It, his first half was an all-pro year. His second half was a bad second half. And, you know, he was getting he was getting challenged and thrown on by teams. Uh, it, it, they stopped fearing him. Um, James Bradbury could be gone just by the well, money no, you're bring, aspect. You're bringing one of those guys back. So here, here's what well, I Well, you hope to. Here's what I think, But you may text. not be able to actually— I thought you could definitely, without, without any— you know, doubt bring both bring one of them. Well, one if not of them both is certainly back. come back. I'll tell you why, though. I'll tell you why because when you look at the contracts and your GM guy like Howie, he's always going to look at all right. Well, who are my biggest contracts? If I unload, what does this do for me? He's always naturally going to explore and kick the tires they, on all of these guys. They got four picks, two ones, a two, and a three. Well, there there's a good potential that they trade out of that ten and get a player and picks. And I you could need see a quarterback, how he, though, in that 10th spot. You need Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, you probably do. But I could see them trading their uh, 32nd or 31st pick then, rather, um, and, and, and getting and, a few And that's picks. a good spot for This is a very deep D-end draft. You need a defensive end. Definitely need a de- defensive end. I'd replace Brandon Graham. Sure. Even if he comes back next year, you're going you're gonna to need to draft his replacement Here, this year. Here's what I've learned, Tech. I've learned that it's okay to trust that Howie has a plan that is going to at least produce a very competitive football product. Yeah. And and that's because, you know, we won the Super Bowl in 2017. Most teams who win a Super Bowl and then lose their head coach and their starting quarterback don't really tend to go back within five years. The sole only reason that could ever happen is because of amazing general management. Right. I believe in Howie. That's I, it. Howie. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that stance. And you're right. I mean, the particulars are going to drive us crazy. Yeah. And as it's happening, we're going to be like, well, he did this, but what about this? But you have to right. say that he's going to be doing all of these things as needed until a week before week one kicks off, man. Like, now starts yeah. the process of, okay, first, we have free agency. Who are we keeping from our lot of guys that we really want to keep, that we know we need to keep? And how are we compounding that with who we're picking up in the draft and then when that all shakes out who's left on the free agent market that's a good value because you know how he likes to poach those guys that are probably desperate for one last job on a one-year deal that have some some left in the tank that it's a very specific situation for them to get a contract yeah and how we will find those guys so it's all three of these parts moving kind of simultaneously in unison but also successively when you think about on the, the calendar right. right yeah so come august 30th that's when we can say, all right, Howie got us ready. Or, hey, there's still a hole. There, I got to reserve that till August 30th. Absolutely. Well, I agree with to you. To a large extent. A thousand percent. To a large extent. To a large extent. Um, we'll see what kind of holes there Minus are. Minus the reactions we're going to have. We're going to have reactions. They didn't have any holes this year. They filled all the holes that we always, always questioned. We went into the season going, well, they, I know, they don't they have did. a safety. They filled it all. They traded for uh, uh, CJGJ, and that was like, well... He did it. It filled all the holes. So tech. he filled all the holes, and I don't believe you're. You, you know, you, listen. You're going to lose Fletcher Cox. Uh, you're going to lose. You may lose um, uh, Marcus Epps, and on offense, Miles Sanders. You know, goodbye, Miles. I, he listen. I like him a it lot. It was a good Eagles run he, for him. He, yeah, it was good. He had a thousand yard season. Great. 
um, I believe more in Kenny Gainwell going forward, and I think you need to draft another running back. Yes, you got to draft um, one. You got to keep that payroll Zach low. Zach Charbonnet, keep somebody that like payroll that. Payroll low for the running back. Position. Yeah, real low. You need, real you low need cap to draft hit. somebody, uh, uh, put them together, and then sign with a veteran Gainwell. as well, and then sign a veteran. Yeah, a veteran. Yeah, well. like I, a, big, I, a big, I heard big bruiser, a big yeah, bruiser. Hey, style. listen, I heard they're actually interested in uh, what's his name from the Vikings. Um, they'll go uh, after Madison. Him. No, no. Cook. Yeah, Cook. Dalvin Cook. I I injury, he's an injury, injury guy. Yeah, I know. I don't want him. I think I you'll overpay for what you'll get from him. Uh, Isaac Sayamala's gone. Um, That's you know, okay, Cam Jurgens is going to start next year. They have depth year. on the line. You know he's what? Ready. I don't. Just Cam like Cam I don't worry about... He is. Just like I don't worry about the roster because of Howie, I don't worry about the line because of Stoutland. Hargraves is gone, too, on defense. Probably. So, he's going to get paid. Yeah. 20 million Seattle or yeah. Chicago. He's, he's getting paid. Yeah, so which makes Milton Williams and Jordan Davis all that the more important. I think yeah. Milton Williams has an opportunity, and he flashed a lot last year. Yeah, he's got an opportunity. He's got a big opportunity to win a job. And I think that Milton Williams is going to turn out to be a steal of a draft pick. He could be. I liked Milton third Williams round pick, all along. Third-round pick. And look, he could end up being a starter on your D-line that is uh, impactful. He shined a little bit. He did. And there were some look, plays where I'm like, yo, that was Milton Williams. Wow. They, they have two elite receivers. They have an elite quarterback. They're running back, an elite running back away from having a total elite offense. No question. Um, they'll get. I think Kelsey will be back. I think you'll see their offensive line look relatively the same uh, next year, it, even if uh, it, it, a face or two is is different. Right. But it, really, I just think Sam Oliver's probably gone. Yeah. But you're sleeping on somebody. I'll wait till you're done. But you're sleeping on someone. Who am I sleeping you know, on? Talking about the secondary. Think about it. All right. Who 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 on the Eagles roster that we were like kind of excited about the fact that they acquired this guy last offseason he was a, a, a quiet acquisition I'm trying to give you some hints here secondary cornerback big SEC school Josh Job. oh Josh Job. see I think see now is now is the time when Howie Josh is gonna Job. Howie is gonna find mostly out mostly a special teams guy right but here's the thing Howie is naturally because he's an amazing GM he is gonna find out what he has in these guys. I hate to say it. That's why I actually think there's a chance you lose both these these corners. Because how he believes and, and, in and, his guy. Right, and, and, and Gannon, <laughs> he's a twerp, but he said, he said something, I forget what it was, but he said something that was like insinuating that, you know, he calls his defense coverage the way he does because... He doesn't want to put too much on his on on these guys in the back end. It's and then and, and right. I heard you, Douglas, say, "Well, look, uh, when I first got here, I was an outsider looking into what what's going on, and I'm hearing everybody come up to me talk about you. You were you were a monster yeah. on defense. They need to blitz more. Why aren't they blitzing?" And he was like, "Well, if they're not blitzing like you want them to blitz, it's because they don't trust their corners." Yeah, yeah. Can I? And here you go. You lead me to what I want to say, right? Can I tell you how the Eagles would have won that Super Bowl defensively, Tech? Would you like to hear? Yeah. This is what they should have done. Every play, pre-play, you're up on the line of scrimmage with between eight to nine players. Yeah. Every play, okay? You have the corners to put them on an island with Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Just let Slay handle his assignment. Let James handle his assignment. Man those guys up. Forget about the outside, okay? Take it away. 
put everybody in the, on the in the face of Patrick Mahomes. You don't know who's blitzing. You don't know who's dropping. But every play, you're playing that Joker style. And meanwhile, every every game, every play on the, in this style, CJGJ is just roaming free Joker where he thinks he needs to be based yeah. on what he's seeing. Because his guys on the outside are manned up, taking them away. If he needs to help Slay, he could. If he needs to help uh, uh, Bradbury, he can. If he needs to help for Kelsey, he can do that too. If they would have played it that way, you have a Super Bowl trophy. Instead, they let a... I'm not going to say mediocre. I'm just going to say a, a slightly above average wide receiver demolish. That's them what I'm in saying. The if they, that's if they were. They, we have the personnel to have played it that way, like a Jim Johnson style of game. And yeah, they would have won the Super but Bowl if they did Hugh that. Hugh Douglas man. insinuated a, a look. The coordinator, the coaching staff, obviously, the fans are looking at it like you got two All Pro corners. You need to play up, but obviously, the coordinators and the defense and the, and the coaching staff doesn't see it the same way. They look at what they got. They've seen it enough to know we don't fully trust putting our corners out there one-on-one I, I, in I don't, man with I don't these understand receivers. why, though. I don't well, understand why. Maybe, they've had, maybe they can't lock them up. Maybe maybe they didn't have the trust in them to lock them up. Yeah, and, it's, it's a shame because in a game of that caliber, that's what they're supposed to do. And You've got pro bowlers out there. I think Howie looks at it like, and once again, I'll, I'll I'll defer to Hugh Douglas here because he made a lot of points the other day that I was just like, wow, yeah, where he said, listen, you didn't win the Super Bowl. And if you had younger guys at these positions, I know as fans you're attached to these guys. You're like, well, he was an all-pro and this right, and that. But right. like, if you had a younger guy instead of Slay out there, you probably would have gotten more out of that position. Maybe. And, Maybe. You're probably and, right. And how he... It, is a smart, astute is. guy who's is. thinking forward. He's going to get value at a position you don't expect him to get value he's, at. He's probably sitting going, you know what? We might have one of these gap years where we lose both these corners. And I try to get some more picks out of Slay. And we go with a Josh Job. And we go with a, a, our our tenth pick or whoever it is, if it's Christian. Gonzalez. And let one of these young guys. Yeah, and you still got Maddox. Though. We go with these got young Avante guys Maddox. back there. Your we got Maddox. Still who, he sees struggles to stay on the field, Maddox, but he's good when he's on the field. Yeah, he sure absolutely. is. Absolutely. So maybe I was thinking, you know, like like along the lines of what he was saying, like you know, I might be able to get more out of these young guys. That's what I'm at thinking. That position. That's what I'm thinking, and I think you'd be surprised what he might throw out there in the preseason. With extended are, playing time with some of these Fans are going to be livid. Fans are going to say, what the hell is Howie thinking? It's he what you got to do, though. He had two Pro Bowl corners, yeah. and now he's now they're both gone. But look, it's what you got to do because it, it's like a Rubik's Cube, you know? He, yeah. he, he's he's trying to solve Absolutely. the Rubik's Cube by week one, and, and there's going to be things that might make you raise an eyebrow, but you have to wait for the next move to see how that move makes sense because Absolutely. these moves are going to be lined up like dominoes. People are too much now, 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 short-term, short-term. You got to look at, he's looking at the next six months. How he's looking at every month probably charted out. What am I doing this month This in terms of yes. how am I approaching the roster? And, and the big elephant in, in that office is Jalen Hurts' looming deal. Well, right. Because it's got to be two things. A landmark deal for not only Jalen Hurts, but his agent, a woman whose first big marquee player is Jalen Hurts. That's that's her first marquee client. So it has to be a deal that not only makes Jalen Hurts in the ballpark of the highest paid quarterback in football, it has to be a deal that puts her on the map as an agent. These are two things that have to happen. And I like that. I I like your angle. It also has to be team friendly so that 
because Howie, they asked Howie at the press conference. He said, they asked him, uh, uh, okay, what's going on with the negotiation of Jalen Hurts' contract? Something to that extent. I don't know if it was Elliot Shore Park. Someone asked him that. I think it was. And he, yeah. and he said, oh, I'm not going to talk about contract negotiations. And then he talked about it. Right. Then he said, he said, well, well I'll <laughs> say this. Jalen's a smart guy. So, you know, we have to, we want him to get a deal that's great for him. Right, of course. And, and great for us enough so that we can continue to put great players around him, surround him with team, great players. Team friendly. That was him putting pressure on his agent publicly. Because obviously, right. Jalen Hurts' agent is sitting there going, no, 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 we don't want to talk about contracts right now. We'll wait. We'll wait because they want to see Daniel Jones could become the next Kirk Cousins. He could get he can get an inflated number just because the Giants are so desperate they have nobody and they don't want to hit the reset button. Yeah. So they'll give Daniel Jones some absurd... I, know. I can't wait till obscene. they lock him up. Please lock up Daniel <laughs> yeah, Jones. Please. Pay him the money. Pay him the because money. Washington <laughs> saw the writing on the wall. They cut Wentz. Wentz Yo, will never be a starter again. let's talk about that. He'll never be a starting quarterback again. You know what, again. He's going to. He's about to have the best job in America. Backup quarterback in the NFL for a long time. Wait, wait, you know Wentz who will also be a backup for a lot of years. Funny thing. You know who else got his last chance to start and was also cut? Same draft class, wasn't it? Or was it the year before? Oh. Marcus Mariota. Well, that's a great backup option for the birds. For that's the birds. where I it's would a go. Wonderful if I'm the birds, option. I go Marcus Mariota. You can run your offense. Because he's mobile. You can run your offense. Yes. You don't got to change anything. No. Brian Johnson. Well, they can... didn't. They brought out Minshew when they ran the same offense. And it looked that's good why in you Dallas. Those games. No, it looked good in Dallas, though. They scored 34 points. They in did. That they was did. the defense. That was the defense. Yeah. <laughs> was that was defense. their preparation for the Super Bowl, apparently, that game. Yo, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how that Dallas game, the way the defense played, the only other game they played like that was the Super Bowl, when you think about it? Yeah, I mean, they had moments in other games 40 and like 38. that. But... 40 and 38. They're your two worst games of the year. Yeah, In Dallas games. on Christmas Eve and the Super Bowl when the world it's is It's almost watching. like they watched that Dallas game. And they saw the vulnerable yeah, yeah. things that, that, that Gannon and this. Cause, and then on know, a slippery track, it gets even harder for the defense. Eagles were outcoached and just outclassed. Yeah, they were outcoached. I mean, Andy Reid is really why. Andy Reid's why. Oh yeah, it's that simple. Like I mean, we're talking and, about and all this stuff. We talk about the field, yeah, even. But Mahomes, I agree, Mahomes is amazing. We talk about the field. We're talking about the calls, and yeah, we get angry in the moment. I was furious that night. Like it ruined my my life for a week. It felt like uh, it, you know it, what I mean. I, but the bottom line is Andy Reid, man. Yeah, and I said this it. that night. I said this. I. I I am devastated, and not because we lost this game. It's how we lost I this know, game. I know, I know. It's the worst loss of my life. Well, the only other loss well, I Super can Bowl think of— Super Bowl 39 was that, horrible, yeah. Yeah, but the one that, that, that hurt me was my first um, moment, my first experience of heartbreak as a sports fan. Cutting as a Philadelphia sports Cutting fan. Cutting No. The 93 World Series. Oh, well, yeah. When, when Mitch now, Williams man. gives up that home run to Joe Carter, I haven't experienced— Disappointment, devastation, and and heartbreak like that. I know until this Super Bowl. Yeah, and 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 it because of the way it ended, and right. and it was just like I'm not going to be able to let this go so easily. And even no, my dad, no. after a few days, was like, "You got to let it go." And I'm like, "I, I don't, I don't listen." It's I'll easier let it go. for an old timer. Yeah, I'll let it go, but I don't know that I can fully like 
forgive and forget of what I saw from the nah, coaches, man, nah. the defense, the fumble, the 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 field, the the, the holding penalty, everything that it just that that punt return that the it's Chiefs terrible. got the punt return. Then they give this guy a, 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 a raise. He got a raise. The, yeah. the, our, uh, well, that coach, was that, that, that wasn't on him. That that field and those the, the execution was just bad. Yeah, yeah the, play, I know. the players played a game. I mean, it really comes down to scheme. But special teams, these guys have been doing this their whole life from little league to high school to college. Special teams, it's not rocket science for these guys. Just no. stay, stay in your lanes and execute. And beat your man. It's really if you're a special teams coach, you just beat your guy. Beat That's your, it. What else are you supposed to say? That's it. Beat your guy and don't be too far out of your lane. It'll take me. <laughs> I know there's more. To it'll it. take. Listen me, to me simplifying. I know special it, teams. It, but I got news for you. I feel like we could coach a football team. I know. I, believe me. I, I was feel like that we would Super coach a really the same thing. We would coach a really I'm good football team. There going. If I can see it. You know, like that's we what need makes, an XFL team. This tech. is why, and by the way, we're going to talk Sixers in a few. But this is the difference between the Sixers front office ownership and and general manager, president, whatever. That the, the, this is the difference between who runs the Sixers and who runs the Eagles and the Phillies. Right? The Eagles have a, a, an ownership and a guy in charge, general manager that are going to fill all the holes. They recognize, like, the fan perspective. Right. They what, want to win. What the team needs. Yes. And they will go and get and it. And they go and do it. Because they want to win rings. By the way, even if it takes a year or two to do it, like, let's say, like we were just talking about, they have to, they lose both the, the starting corners, and they have to go next year with, like, Josh Job, and then he gives up big play after big play, and we're sitting going, they need a corner. Right, they need right, a right. He'll go get them. Right, you know, and even if, even if they don't have anything to, to, to get at the trade deadline to, to acquire that corner that everybody wants, then next year, the draft, or, you know, like, it might take a year or two. No, Tech, dare I say. But they, they will no, do it. Dare I say. you're Because Howie's done that. Listen, come week one, I'm going to tell you now. Come week one. The cornerback situation, you're going to be fine and comfortable. I, I, you know what? It. You're probably right you're about be, that. You're I'm going to be fine. I'm just using a hypothetical is, I know, example. but they're, they're, I'm saying, how is they're going to address it. Right. And but it's we're going to be excited. You turn to the Phillies, right? They go to the World Series. They lose the World Series. Now, unlike the, the Eagles, the Phillies weren't even supposed to be there. The Eagles, they were being talked about in the Super Bowl conversation after week four. They were. The, the Phillies, they weren't supposed to be there. No. They get there. They weren't supposed to win, so they lose. But what happens like a week or two later? They sign the best player in baseball, Trey Turner. It's amazing. So so this is— this And then is, Adam Walker. Adam Walker is understated. Right. Adding Walker is huge. Look, they they won eighty nine games last year. They're, yeah, this is a hundred. This is a hundred win the, team. The Walker beat the Phillies every time we played them. This is a hundred win team. You're playing way less division games. Right. You only got to win eleven more games to get over that hump, and you're going to win way more close games because of Turner alone and the back end bullpen so, being so improved. Do you see how the Phillies had taken that lead from from? The Eagles, they took that directive. They said, oh, you see what the, see what Lori's doing? Right. See what Howie's doing? We need they to care. get smart. They yes. went and got Dombrowski, who did it before. Dombrowski knows how to turn your team around quick and go to the World Series. Yep. Build, he proved it. Build he that, did it here. Build that winner. Well, we were yeah. a terrible team, a loser franchise for the last few years. They went out and got Bryce Harper to turn things around. Didn't quite work, even though Isn't it, funny? it now gave them a face of their franchise. Yeah, yeah. remember we talked with Gabby Starr? About yeah. that, yeah, and she was talking when we first got them. Browski, yes, she said she basically prophesied that what he would, we're that, seeing, what he does, what he did, yeah. and and this is what he did, and he did it without mortgaging 
the the minor league system like they they say, well, this is he'll leave your system in in shambles. Well, no, he got rid of a guy everybody wanted. But I hate to tell you this, you got the best catcher in baseball in front of him. He's not going to get a chance to play here. Yeah. So they traded him to bring in right. Brandon Marsh. And, they and, had yeah. to do and it. And I'll tell you what, man, Brandon Marsh is a baseball player. He's, he's a good a, player. He's a good player. He's going to get better. He's twenty four years old, man. Right. Young. And, and not only that, and he's like, your center fielder. Right, he's your center fielder. Then trading exactly. lets you know he is your starting center fielder. Exactly, and he, and he should be. He should be. Yeah. You know, the the, the roster is loaded. Um, winning 100 games really at full strength once Bryce comes back, even if they don't win 100 games per se, when he comes back, they're going to be a 100-win team with him on that team. Yes. At that but, point. At that point. But just getting back to the example, I feel you. We're going to talk Phil's in a second, Yeah, too. for sure. But I'm, I'm just... You're getting at the you, Sixers you not at, doing that. You look at the Phillies you and, and what they do, smart. Let's get a guy who's going to turn this franchise around very quickly and get us to the promised land. He did. Yep. And then after they lost, he said, no, we're not done. We got to go get the best guy. And they went and got Trey Turner. And, 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 and look, they may or may not be back this year. But still, it's the effort to say, this is what we need. Right. And we got to go make it happen. Let's look go what do they, it. They saw that they were outgunned with the Astros pitching. And, and I, I was saying last year, they need to copy the Astros model. Right. They need to go load up on starting and, and really load up on bullpen pitchers. And they did. They loaded up their bullpen. They went and got Kimbrell and all these. They got an all-star uh, uh, pitcher. They got so all no. these different guys. Strom uh, got tagged a little bit the other day. That's that's okay. But he's still a good pickup. Yeah. They, listen, they got, they went and made it happen. The Sixers, as a fan, you're sitting there watching the Eagles. I'm detached, bro. And you're saying what you need. Yeah. And then you're watching them go and do it. And they do it. And you, you, with the Phillies, you're like, ah, they need Trey Turner. They go out and they do and it. They, they get need em. pitching and they go and do they it. They get it. And so you're watching two franchises that, from the fan perspective, see what they need right. and go get it. And they do it. And the Sixers, the fans, at least realistic ones like myself are sitting there going, listen, I love Tyrese Maxey. He's he's not an all-star. He may never be an all-star. And he only plays really good when Embiid's not playing. Well, he's a second-round basketball player. Well, he was a first-round pick. Was he first-round yeah. pick? Yeah. He was a late first-round pick. Um, that's why there was 20-something, right? If you, redo 20 the, if you redo that draft, he's like a top five, top six pick. Well, right. So sure. I look at it like Maxey... Is a really good player, but when you had a chance to get Donovan Mitchell, you didn't do it because you're an idiot. And that's the difference. Smart people are running the Eagles. Smart people are running the Phillies. Absolutely. And socialites and dumbbells are running the Sixers. <laughs> and the Sixers, it's just about, really just about money. That's about it. We're very lucky. The owner's, that, the owner's not a Philadelphia guy. Right. He don't care. The point is, we're very lucky to have Howie Roseman we are, running man. the show because no matter what happens, we'll be able to say, well, like I'm, it's hypothetical. We're going to be competitive even for if, years. Tech. Even if there's a hole somewhere blatant, glaring hole next year, if it's a corner, if it's a safety, if it's a linebacker, if there's a glaring hole somewhere, defensive line, how he's going to try to fill that on, make that happen. He may be successful, he may not be, but in the next two years, he's going to not only fill that hole, he's going to get the team back as close to the promised land, if not to the They're promised land. They're going to win land. one. I, I'm going to say it now. This is what he's going to do. I'm going to put it on record now that the, sometimes the Eagles... It takes, sometimes it takes a, a okay year. They get the right, playoffs right. and they fail. It's and then, and then you need another draft. But Or and, you go back consecutively like we've seen before. But there, I'm yeah. telling you, Tech, within the next five NFL seasons, Jalen Hurts will raise the Lombardi Trophy over his head. You might be absolutely right I'm about putting that. it on record now because it could happen within the next three seasons. But I think that realistically, it's the NFL... 
You never know, year to year, it's a very weird league. Things change and morph and develop so quick sometimes yeah. that in two years we could be having, probably will be having, a whole different conversation. But I think it's going to lean more towards longevity like the Donovan years were, and that's what Jalen Hurts is about to be. He's about to continue to cement himself to cement himself as the best quarterback in franchise history. And when he retires, oh, yeah. I think that's what he will be when he retires. Yeah, I do too. He's and always, I think he will win a ring me, in the next five I, years. I know this is blasphemous for a lot of people, but... I already think he is the best in franchise history, Jalen Hurts. I hate to say it. He could, it's crazy. He could be. He could be. But I already think that Statistically, he's, he's got to put the numbers together still. I but know. when you look relatively speaking, you're saying. Relatively speaking, yeah, just yeah, my yeah. eye test him. Like, this guy just is poised the I way he is. I think he has is. the highest ceiling of anybody. I yes. can say that. Absolutely. And I think he's going to reach that ceiling because of who he is as a man. Yes. This dude is not your typical 24-year-old football player. No, he isn't. And I know, I know that you know we could talk ad nauseum about how great he is, but the truth is, you can count on one hand really in the NFL the amount of guys that are in the same league. Yeah, Jalen Hurts as a quarterback and a man, and he just lost to one of them in the Super Bowl. Absolutely, and Joe Burrow. And Josh Allen, and even Lamar Jackson is probably in that conversation too. He's phenomenal. He'll when be back. healthy, when yeah, he's gonna yeah. have he's gonna have a comeback year. Yeah, I think Jackson's so. gonna be we, really whether good. Whether it's with Atlanta or Baltimore, Deshaun, wherever he ends Deshaun up. Watson, guys like this are elite talents. They are. But the difference between Watson and Hurts is that Watson don't have the brains or the head capacity, right? For what Jalen Hurts has is a doing. Peyton Manningism about him. He that does. Is just uh, it's a great phenomenal. comparison. It's a great comparison it's because Peyton great. was a real student of the game. Yeah, he grew up. It, it, it's He's, ironic. He it, was always watching what he was seeing. Quarterback play kid. clock dwindle yep. because he was communicating with his center. What's his name? Exactly. The horrible Jeff coach. Jeff yeah, Saturday. the horrible coach. Yeah, so he got a raw deal there, man. <laughs> I, I like Jeff. I like Saturday. I always like Jeff Saturday. I did. I as did as so. an analyst, he makes so much sense when he talks. Yeah. When you listen to Jeff Saturday, you never walk away shaking your head saying, what was he talking about? No, yeah. You always walk away saying, yo, this guy actually made a lot of sense. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the Eagles when it's a little more relevant to do so, but we just had to get a lot of that off our chest. Yeah, it man, took, I mean, hey, It look, took longer than expected, but you, what, what do you expect? Tech, we were just so the, heartbroken. To wrap the 2022 Eagles tech, we, we far exceeded our expectations. Absolutely. We cemented our future as the next 5 to 10 as being a real player in the talk for a Lombardi trophy. They need to take the division again they in do. 23. Cement that. You do. To really cement that. You do. Yes. You really do. Um, all right, let's let's. I, I struggle because I want to talk Sixers, but I'm just I'm not ready. I'm just furious. Tech, can at I the can Sixers. I can I piggyback off what you said about the Sixers before? I, yeah. I'm so detached, no, man. I just checked the score to see what they do. I'm not even really watching actively anymore. <laughs> I'm not even gonna to lie. So I check the box scores and I know who's doing what, and I can see the plus minuses, and I look at who's winning what yeah, quarters yeah. and stuff. That loss against I, Boston the other night. I look at how the game ends. I always look at the play by play for how the game ended. They and can't I see beat the, Boston. Heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. Yeah. Like at these big and, games. And Saturday night in Milwaukee. That's the real game. All these games, Miami and Dallas, whatever. But what the real game is going to be Saturday night in Milwaukee because you already proved every year, every game this year that you played them, you can't beat Boston. You can't. Yeah, they, they are superior. You cannot beat it's them. It's every you year. Can, you can make it a close game. Right. You can be up on them by 17 at, at some point in these games. You can't beat them ultimately. And they can't beat them as far to the fact that they could have if they had two more one-hundredths of a second. 
Right. To at least Maybe. force OT because that shot went in. It was a, it was an unbelievable it, it was shot. Point but the fact oh, that oh, five but the seconds. fact that you were up seventeen and it took that shot right. to tie the game right, right, right. is is despicable. I it's agree. and it's pathetic. They can't, there's always that team they can't beat, man. And you know it's been Boston for yeah, quite a and, while. and Saturday night, it, 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 I believe it's not just Boston. I because let me tell you, I believe the best. When I smoked the heat. That's good. To I see. believe the best three teams in the NBA are in the East. Really? And the fourth best team is the best team. It was Denver. Denver. Okay? They're number four. Yeah. The East is the AFC, and the West is the NFC. I like that. This year. Yeah, you're probably this right. This year. You're probably right. So I, I believe firmly that the best three teams in the league are in the East, despite records. That's, what, that's how I see it. So I look at it like the Sixers... Might be the third. They're probably the fifth or sixth best team in the NBA. The, the, king, the Kings came but, on in a strong way. Yeah, but they're the Kings. But they're and, not. They're and, not elite. And, though. and De- Denver's good. But when you can beat Denver, we beat Denver. So I look at it like you can beat those teams but no come, matter come what their record time, is. Come Come playoff time, I trust Phoenix a lot Phoenix, more than I trust like sure, Milwaukee in the playoffs. Sure. Even you at know, that point, can it come that point? Yeah. And I maybe, trust the Phoenix. I think if Phoenix is more elite. At that point, then the Bucks. Well, right, maybe Doncic and 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 Irving get it together in Dallas, and and they make a playoff push. I actually would like to see if the, if the Sixers don't win a chip, I'd like to see Devin Booker win one. Uh, me too. And and the only reason why Golden State isn't in this conversation is because Steph Curry is hurt. If Curry's there, they're the number one seed or the number two seed, and and come well, playoff time, a, they're going to win it they'll all. They'll be a player if he comes back for the playoffs. <laughs> If he comes back for the playoffs, they can make a series run. He might not be 100%. I don't know. But I know that if you have a, a full year with with uh, Curry and Thompson, they're going all the way. And that just shows you right there what the Sixers need and what they don't have. An all-star guard. You can have Embiid all you want, okay? You can have James Harden as a superstar by stature. Yes. Not a superstar. He's not an all-star nah, level he's player. Past his prime. So, But he's having a great year. If you had a Donovan Mitchell... Or or a Zach Levine or a Damian Lillard. Mm. If you had Wait a, a minute. prime Dame, Damian Lillard, guard, bro, seventy one points the other night. You know that he has more sixty point games in his career than like a long list of goats combined. Of course, that this is, is crazy. What I'm saying to you, that is crazy. You, I agree with if, everything if, you're saying. If you by had way. one of these all star guards with James Harden having a great year, because you can kiss Harden goodbye. He's gone after this year. If I would you, think so. If, if you had. Uh, Harden having a great year, and you had an all-star guard next to him, and you had Joel Embiid, you can have P.J. Tucker and DeAnthony Melton or whoever on the court, and you can you can fill those gaps. You then have a contender because the NBA is a four-man sport. Right. It doesn't matter what the fifth guy is on it on right. a starting lineup. If you have if you go four deep. You can go to the NBA championship and Golden State. And you just proven. gotta have an above average bench. And and this is a guards league. On on great teams, the guard, the small forward is like a third guard now. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not much. like a, a true small forward like it was in the days. It's 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 like a third guard. It's a wing. So you need to have an all-star guard and like a, a James Harden, like a, a superstar statue who may not be an all-star level, but you need like a great role-playing point guard and a superstar, all-star level guard. That's what you need, okay? Right. And if you don't have it, then you can have all the Embiid's you want. You're not winning anything. And, there, and, and that's why the game Saturday night with Milwaukee is so big because... Well, they have to show they can beat a team like Milwaukee. Right. I firmly believe that they can't. 
I believe that in a, they, they, they might even beat him Saturday night, but it's in Milwaukee, and that's a test. Well, Embiid's playing. That's why he was off the other night. He takes off the, a night. The low oh, management stuff. Foot. Yeah, I, mean, I have a sore foot. These guys never took off it's back like, in a day, It's like, man. because why? Because you're going to get less minutes, and you're only going to be able to put up 16, 18, 22 points, and that's going to hurt your average. This is why he sits out those games, and I hate it. And I I, I don't think he's a winner. I, I, I love him. I think if his basketball IQ matched his natural talent, he'd be one of the greatest players who ever lived. It's not the case. Right. He is a great player. He He's maybe even a generational player, sure, but he is not a winner. He doesn't have the heart of a champion. He's not that guy, and I, that's, I don't believe the Sixers are going to win a championship with him as the marquee guy. If you don't I, have I an all-star I kind of agree guard, with you. Yeah, I kind of You're not going to win. Yeah. It's just, it's just it's the a shame. way That's why I'm the Sash Tech. I haven't been making it a priority to watch the Sixers games. I just, right. I've and, been doing other, other and, stuff. And I watch him, unfortunately, and, and the NBA is so different than Major League Baseball or the NFL. NFL. And I guess hockey's similar to the NBA, but in the NBA, if you have a contender team and you can keep these guys under contract as long as you want, you can go to the finals every single year. Well, that's the NBA nowadays, though. There's too much movement for that. Well, unless look, you're unless you're a Golden, Golden State. State, yeah, unless you're a Golden State, a team State. like that, they can go. But like, they drafted but now their guys. Boston. They drafted their guys, right? But as long as Boston keeps these players, they can be a contender to go to the finals every hey, year. And right Boston now. drafted a lot of their guys too. I'll give it to them. I mean, and I think Boston wins it all this year. I kind of agree with I, you. I just, yeah. I that's, I they're the best team in basketball, and the Sixers have come close in games. And I'm looking at it, and we go up by one, and I'm on Twitter going, I don't care what the scores. I don't care if there's a minute left and we're up one and you think, well, we got this. You're crazy. It's like, they're going to lose this game. Yeah. They're going to lose this game because they're not good enough you can feel ultimately it. to beat Boston. You can feel it. This is why I stopped watching because right. honestly, man, the last six years with the Sixers, we've been Oh, we're right there. Oh, we're right there. Oh, we're right there. One of the dumbest. And we're always just right there, but they can't even win in the semifinals. Their owners are just socialites and they're and they're their general manager slash president is an idiot. He's an idiot who yeah, gave all his boys these contracts. He's an idiot. He doesn't know how to build a winner. The fans are looking around going, this is what you need. And by the way, the fans were wrong to say, Tyrese Maxey's untouchable. They were wrong. They were wrong. Yeah, and the nah, team nah. was wrong. for You never dude, go with your instinct. Absolutely. When a guy like Maxey, who hasn't proven he's an all-star, has all-star value in an offseason, right. you offload him for an all-star guard. It would have been a whole different story if they would have packaged him for somebody. For Donovan Mitchell. Right. That's who should have been here. And well, then you're, then you're, we have a gutless yep, Then you're an NBA Finals team Absolutely. at Absolutely. Now you compete with Boston. Exactly. Right now you can't compete with Boston. And, and people say, well, you were in the game. Right, enough, can, about the, enough about Can't the Sixers. Enough about right. the Sixers. Yeah, they're done. They're they're done. They're a second round knockout. Oh, that's what they're, we've been saying the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but now it's for sure. Yeah, they'll, whoever they play in the first round, the Pacers or whatever, they'll win that. Yeah, but yeah. they ain't getting past. Well, the first wall. round, we're first round uh, best of all time. Right, right, right. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, before we talk Phil's, uh, on, a, on a personal note, Prem, the music producer side of me, I have to say, yes, um, I'm putting out a project. I like it. It's a trilogy. It's called Bullies. And uh, the first album, I guess, of this trilogy yeah, is going to yeah. drop in September. Nice. My but, birthday month. Nice. Ah, there it is. Good, good. But um, every Friday, starting next week, starting March 10th, every Friday through the summer till September, I'm dropping a single. I like it. Every 
Friday. So Good next stuff. Friday, March 10th, the first single, it's called Tony, Technique on the Beat, Enes. It's everywhere next Friday. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, it's everywhere. I like it, man. Support your boy. Good stuff. I like that you mentioned EA too, because when I moved back to Philly from Pittsburgh in 2016, did a show at Temple, and he he was part of the show. Yeah, and I met him. He was super chill, super uh, cool dude. Ness is the man, and he's he's everywhere. And it was yeah. the, the timing was perfect for this because he's everywhere right now, and um, it's 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 just a, a phenomenal single. It's hip hop too. It's it's like OG I'm, I'm glad you took it to music because the other day I'm going through my old hard drive and my my girl's chilling on the sofa and I'm just like playing old beats <laughs> and stuff and she's just listening, enjoying. I'm like telling her background on each track and yes. I love doing that. Absolutely. And I, I hadn't done it in a while. And I come across a folder and I see it and it's like shining like if you're in the desert and you're like thirsty and it's like I see it. And you're like, oh and my it, God. And, oh my God. <laughs> and, and, and you know what it said, Tech? It said thought season. Yes. It says thought season. So for our listeners, we did this album in 2013. I did all the beats in Tech yes. and Tech and his boy Cass did all the, all the lyrics. Shout and, out Casanova. Uh, DJ Promo did a bunch of cuts. They had Freeway on it. Um, Ab Liva from, from the Eclipse was on it. Uh, yeah. And, and by the way, you just mentioned uh, a part of this trilogy. It's like the usual suspects with me. It's gonna have Enes, gonna have Reed Dollars, gonna have Freeway, yeah, it's gonna have Ab Live. Nice, I like it. Man. You of know, uh, corrupt and Daz from the Dog Pound. It's just uh, yeah, yeah, good, and, and good. I, I'll, I'll hold off until next week to announce the second single, which is coming out on the seventeenth. That's that's a a, a personal uh, uh, landmark for me. Good. We'll talk about it next week. I like it. All right, very good. Um, all right. Phillies. Spring training is underway. Man, they're going to be so good, Dick. I'm excited, and it feels like the attention of the city is shifting to Citizens Bank Park as we speak. It's just... It is. It's shifting I got my opening night seat. That's great. got my opening... I'm going to get my t-shirt with Pops. There it is. Have to, man. Every every year opening weekend, I have to go. Trey Turner looked great right out the chute. He's been on fire since he picked up a bat. And Andrew Painter, he could be in the big leagues on the roster by mid-June. I'm glad you mentioned Painter because if he turns out to be a major league caliber pitcher he this like year, ninety-eight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that they have we we have the makings of in the coming years uh, of being as consistent as some of those '90s Braves teams were. When you look at the amount of guys that are locked up that are all-star players, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, think about that. Like all these positions, we got these all-star guys that are going to be fills for years to come, including starting pitchers, back-end guys. These are all-star players. I'm going to flush the spring training uh, game from yesterday, uh, fifteen yeah, to three. Yeah, I mean, you can't look at scores in spring I training. I know final scores mean because nothing they're now. minor but league 15 pitchers. Fifteen to three is 15-3. but it's mostly minor league pitching. That, that most know. of that run Boston scoring, had, like they're they're. Their entire major league lineup playing. It was <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of goofy. That's kind of goofy and un- <laughs> unnecessary because it was on ESPN. That's yeah, why. they were hitting yeah. home run at the home run on us. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I look at I look at the position battles and who, who's really developing uh, as far as what is our depth going to look like. Jo- Josh Harrison was just such a wise signing. Yeah, it he's was. a utility guy. You can play if you want to give anybody off in your in your infield. You can if you want to give anybody off in your outfield. You can because Josh yeah. Harrison could play anywhere except for first base and catcher. Really. Absolutely, but he can play first fan, base too. Uh, yeah, it was a fantastic signing. Uh, he'll probably what uh, DH on on lefties. Is that yeah, what I mean, they, they, Topper's got so much flexibility with this. He lineup. does, They're and even with pitchers, he's got, he's got a few different closers. Obviously, it's really all about Dominguez becoming that closer. But I think the idea is 
they got they brought Kimbrough in to to be the opening day closer. And I think eventually throughout the season it will become Dominguez. It, I, think, I think Dominguez, Dominguez is your natural closer. I think I think he is. I think uh, he at has this to point, be. I think I will go Kimbrell in the eighth inning. I would go but, Alvarado but I think if seven. If you're in a tough spot, if you're down a run and you got the heart of the lineup coming up in the eighth, it's 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 the, it's the bottom of the seventh. Uh, you might have to bring Dominguez in. Well, yeah, but you also got to remember you got Alvarado. You know, True. so I, I just like I, I I'm old school when it comes to the pen. I, I'm more of the Charlie Manuel approach. Yeah, I'm going seven, eight, nine are my guys. If I if my starter's not in, if it's seventh inning, it's you. If it's eighth inning, it's you. If we're winning, yeah. If it's, even if especially if it's a close game, obviously. Right. Um. These are my seven, eight, nine static guys. I'm going Alvarado in the seventh, Kimbrel in the eighth, Sir Anthony in the ninth, and it's yeah. for one sixty two, man. And if you do that, law of averages. You're going to win way more games than you would if you're shuffling all year. Right, even though you it's know. It's my honest opinion. Guys are going to get nights off. He's, I think he's that's not the baseball, available. I think that's the baseball way to do it. Yeah. I think you got to mix the analytics with the traditional baseball coaching. Yeah. And that's how I would coach. Thompson got killed for his analytics uh, decisions. He made some bad choices in the, in the World, World Series. Series. He, he, but you know what, though, man? You're right. They weren't supposed to be there. And it's nice to get no, there. They, and they want They want a pennant. You want a National League pennant. The National League is the oldest league in professional sports in the world. Yeah, it is. It's crazy, right? Yeah. National League existed before the American League. It was the National League. It was the Cardinals and and the Phillies and these other teams don't even exist anymore. Right. So that's cool. You added a banner for a championship of a league that is that is really a part of the heritage of this country. Absolutely. Look, you won the National League. You're going in. You get to hang that banner. It's awesome. Can they do it again? Watch the Sixers make it to the finals and lose. I can you could can you imagine and then the union I know we're not big soccer guys but we got to talk about the union they've 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 actually I don't, I don't know one player on the union. I know nothing about it but you know what just by virtue of the movement they've earned our respect I mean they're, they're a championship more, team yeah, they're a better team than the Flyers for Christ's sake yeah I heard that on the radio they're tonight. the new oh you, really did they on, say that yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. in my mind that was being debated tonight I don't even know one player on the union and they're the number four team in the so, city Tucker now. was debating that tonight with who I forget who was standing in for Joe or no Joe's not even on even yeah he's middays now. Who's that, so who was that listening uh, to them with Tucker? Who was it, it should be Rob Ellis, was it not? I don't think it was Rob. Someone was standing in for Rob, maybe. Anyway, they said our- that. They're saying, are the union the fourth team now? You have five ah, teams now. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not a soccer guy, but, you know, obviously, I would consider the union on the same level as the Flyers at this point. <laughs> They're better than the Flyers, too. But, I mean, on the same level in terms of the NHL is a prestigious league. Yeah, it's a way more prestigious league than the MLS, just oh, by course. virtue of how long it's existed. And and, and MLS, but is so saying at, that it's on the same out, level. By the way, outside of the United States, MLS is a joke. Well, yeah, it's, to it's, Europe, they look at MLS as like a joke, like the XFL. Yeah, because American football is with pads on. America, right, right. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah, all the football. It is. They look at the MLS like MLS is is like pussy soccer. It's a minor league feeder system. Yeah, it's like for them, XFL you know, or USFL. How they view it, right? That's it. Right, you turn on USFL, whatever. Like Clayton Thorson's a franchise quarterback. <laughs> so vet, vet fact of the day: there is no vet fact. Right, I, I somebody didn't even go though. There, right, you know what though? I'll tell you what, Tech. On uh, March 3rd, 1977, okay, somebody was parked at the vet. Somebody was parked? A car was parked there in that lot at the office, I guarantee you. Mm. Somebody was there working. Somebody had to have been there. Somebody was there. Yeah, they're there right now. Well, that's debatable, depending <laughs> on your belief system. Yeah. Well, is it in a parking lot for the assistance uh, bank? It, it is now a parking or lot. The, yeah. Or is it uh, Wells Fargo Center? I forget. It's a parking lot. It's a parking lot. Yeah. Someone's parked there. You know what? Funny funny story. It's a couple seats from the vet 
Yeah. Are at um, our real estate office for Berkshire. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, our listeners, you need a house. I mean, text plug in the music, you need a yeah. house. Berkshire Hathaway Prime Real Estate. Exactly. We're on Home Avenue. Anybody who follows you sees you're closing yeah. left and right here. You're oh, closing thanks, deals. man. I appreciate it, man. It's, yeah, been, it's been a very blessed start in my real estate career. There you go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you need a house. Until we start breaking, bringing real money in with this show here, Tech. Well, you know. You know, we, we're supposed to be the new morning we, show. Yes, we were. I we're mean, we're, 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 we're talking to our 20 people here, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we do this for us, goddammit. We right. do, we do. All right. Um... Listen, we don't even have picks right now, right? No segments this week. Yeah, I'm so this detached. This is just getting over I'm the so heartbreak. I'm so detached from the NBA I know, right now, I man. Know. I got I to figure out what I'm going to do for picks. Maybe I'll just blindly pick hockey. <laughs> blindly. Until, I'm going until, Boston over Detroit. Until baseball. Until, right. until April. And then I'll just pick baseball all season. Yeah, I guess we're, we're, we're done because NBA picks right now. You know, it was fun doing NBA picks, but for anybody who really knows me, I'm, I'm a football and a baseball guy. I know. I love basketball, too, because I played it a little bit as a kid on the street, and we all did. You know, yeah. we all had to pick up games, you know, in, on the playgrounds or whatever. It's fun. But I'm baseball, football thoroughly way more than way more. basketball. Yeah. Right. All right, so on that note, hey, listen, there'll be more to talk about with the Sixers for sure. And, I, and I'm sure the Eagles are going to make some moves, and uh, the Phillies are just getting started. So on that note, we'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Vet alumni. Nine, nine.